0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare insurance plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. One of these plans may be right for you, if you're say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance plans at UH1.com.
1: Hello, my name is Jarvis Smith, and you are listening to Kano of Knowledge) recap episode that I wanted to do just kind of explaining the concept behind Candle Knowledge Volume 3. I normally would do these, you know, when I would release episodes on a bi-weekly basis for Volume 2 or on a monthly basis during Volume 1, but um, of course, as you notice, that Volume 3 was released all at once. So this time around, I did the uh, My Candle, My Story, you know, a little bit after Volume 3 had, was released just to kind of give it some time to set in before I kind of add some more context to what I was thinking. Uh, one of the big things about Volume 3 as a whole this time around was I was really inspired by lo-fi music. So for people who've been listening to Candle and Knowledge since, you know, the first volume and then the bonus episodes of Volume 2, you notice how I utilized music and music was you know something that played a role in it, in particular, Volume One. The music was really about my songs, in particular, and the then the memories and all of how they related to my personal stories. That was the initial concept of Volume One and Value, and then the bonus episodes kind of continued that thread as well. But also, I was experimenting with just kind of adding songs that kind of fit the vibe of the song that I was going for, so I can kind of talk about more topics. And then Volume Two, I really took that idea from the bonus episodes and expanded upon it even more so, where the the episode doesn't necessarily relate to the song but the song is just there to kind of you know add flair to the transitions and the thoughts that i was having for that particular episode and that topic of that episode in volume three this time around it really is about experimenting and really engraving the music intertwined with the actual what my actual speaking vocals but on purposely this time around i really went with a very uh, lo-fi sound that sounded very uh, very you know uh distorted or very you know i guess the the vocals weren't when you actually heard the um, speaking parts of me speaking and telling the, the stories or sharing the stories that I was sharing for the episodes and again it really started with you know uh, me listening to a lot of lo fi music and one, that's one of the main things that I would do on YouTube you know uh, during this time you know and I've been doing this for quite some time way before quarantine and stuff like that you know but I've been doing that and it's just been really inspired and one of the things that caught my attention was when I would go to like YouTube for instance and listen to the different lo fi channels, I would come across, you know, some of these channels that would have like vocal samples in them. So they would be like maybe like a TV episode, uh, laid layered with someone's beat, and it would be like you know an episode of like Boy Meets World or something like that, and like the-, the lead character, you know, Cory speaking to like the other character Topanga, and like there would be like a little vocal part in there, and it just sounded so cool to me, and I always liked that. And there will be some other type of like old, either old um, vocals from like a speech or something like that, intertwined with a person's beat, and I always felt that was really cool. And I wanted to do something like that where I was able to take my speaking parts and kind of layer it with some music underneath it. So I know that a lot of people who make podcasts, you know, that's not maybe the standard to do or whatever, but to me, it was more of a creative decision to kind of add flair to the stories, to kind of add more context because, you know, the entire concept of candle knowledge is built on nostalgia, built on my nostalgia for my family, from my memories of growing up back home and the memories I had with my mother and my father. So to kind of even add more flair to it, that's where I kind of got that inspiration from, It really being inspired by lo-fi music, and I wanted to sound like uh, a very, like, you're coming across, like, uh, if I can give it a, the best description I can give, it's like, you're coming across, like, an, an old cassette tape, or, like, or to kind of bring it forward to what I talked about on the, on, on volume 2, when I talked about, you know, Visions for the Capital Wasteland, uh, when I talked about the video game Fallout, well, that game had these things called tapes, and not to get too crazy about this stuff, but these tapes were, like, these basically, voice recorded recordings of these people's experiences throughout the wasteland or whatever and they always sounded rugged rough and dirty and distorted or whatever the audio wasn't really clean and I wanted it to sound something like that but then I wanted to layer it with the music to kind of give even more flair to it again it's very artistic and at least for me it was about about more of like an artistic expression a more of a creative way to kind of do some storytelling with it and just kind of experiment a little bit more. So what I would do is, you know, kind of take that approach. I added some distortion to my uh, vocals to kind of make it sound dirty and rough and and rugged. And at the same time with the lo-fi music already sounding kind of like rough and rugged already, you know, with the with the sounds that I was using, it kind of added that flair. So that's the concept behind that. And that's the main reason why I went went in that direction. You know, um, on purpose, you know, purposely making it sound very distorted because I just wanted to kind of make it feel like a very like an antique, like someone come across came across like some old demos or some type of old recordings or some type of secret rec- recordings or something like that. That's what I feel like candle knowledge feels like a lot of the times. If I could kind of put together like a mood board or some type of inspiration or had to kind of sum up some of the ideas that I have, I do feel like candle knowledge is like this, you know, hidden tapes that you find buried underneath the ground, you know, 200 years later after a civilization has been through some type of major change, right? And you come across these stories. And I feel like that's kind of what candle knowledge is. So I want wanted to do something that reflected that and had that flair to it a little bit so that's kind of the concept of the lo-fi music and where I wanted to go with it and the experimentation with just the sound of it and I talked about that in the teaser too for people who listen to the teaser of volume three I talked about that just me kind of understanding or trying to spend some more time learning about mixing and mastering and just like kind of how to play around with the sound I'm definitely not an expert at it I'm still not an expert at it but my thing is I just want to take some more time just to kind of play around with the actual design of the sound of my podcast and not just, you know, record it and kind of do my usual mixing stuff that I would normally do or my normally editing stuff to kind of bring out the sound and, you know, kill out the the, the background noises, whatever. But no, I want to kind of play around with the sound experiments more because again, this is more of a creative artistic project to me and I just want to kind of have, have a different approach with it for volume three to literally make volume three sound different than volume two and the bonus episodes and volume one for that matter. And, you know, to go along with that, too, you know, it also started when I recorded the very first episode of volume three, which was uh, Christopher Wendelin's episode, which is like the candle of knowledge. When I recorded his episode, we, we had a conversation back in May and we did it over FaceTime. Um, and, and and one of the things about the FaceTime audio, the FaceTime audio is already sounding digits, digitized and um, it sounds rough and rugged already. So I know when I had gotten that, that's initially where the ideas came from, too, where I was like, OK, let's not hide it. Let's not be ashamed of it. Let's embrace that and start experimenting this is also where the lo-fi idea came from too because i was like cool this sounds like some of the lo-fi stuff i was thinking about so how can i enhance this so well, let me get the guitars and and let me experiment with that too so i can kind of enhance it and kind of add flair to it again it's just another creative decision to kind of add more to kind of give it that lo-fi feel and once i did chris's episode that's when i was like okay this is the sound that i want to have for the entire series so that's why i end up doing what i was doing with that one because you know I, I like the way that it felt on that one I had the music set to where I feel like it just it, it didn't I, I feel like yes you're listening to the music but I don't feel like it takes away from the story it helps give the story some flair and again it's, it's just a, one of those creative artistic things that I wanted to do to experiment with and you know I feel like I'll do it when it feels necessary for the story that I want to tell or the or the feeling that I want to add I just know going into volume three of Candle and Knowledge I wanted to do a lo-fi sounding Podcast that had like this very old antique type of feel to it where you're coming across something that's just been like uh, dug up from the ground. So just kind of give it that sound. And, you know, overall, you know, I think that also experimenting with how the series was was released. I mean, this is the first time ever I release all the episodes out together with the exception of, you know, um, light the candle and knowledge. And the reason being is because I knew that, you know, during this quarantine, people have a lot more time on their hands. So, you know, instead of trying to do a week to week release that I would do or a biweekly release for that matter, I want to release everything all at once and then make the episode so it's 10 minutes you know that gets people time to absorb it I you know I realized that you know a lot of my stories already out there so but for first-time listeners or for people who have been following for a while you kind of get a different flair you get a different side of the story but it, you don't have to spend you know necessarily you know a long time with it and I think for Chris Chris Wendland's episode like the candle of knowledge you know that story has been a long time coming so I just felt like I didn't want to split it up um, and into different sections but one way to kind of give it a different feel that's why the music changes you know for different times throughout that episode to kind of give each one its own flair. So if you're listening to it and you want to take a break, you kind of know where to, where to stop at if you want it to stop or something like that. So that's just one idea. Volume 3 definitely is a lot shorter. It's a lot more faster. But again, you know, I think that when, when you look at the, the totality of the entire series, it's roughly what, 20, including this one now, 24 episodes of full content to listen to, but I'm not including the um the uh, teasers or preview episodes or so nothing like that. 24 episodes of actually content when you don't include those so you know it it just it gives it just gives people you who are diving into this plenty of time to kind of catch up or to binge listen or whatever so you know this is definitely and for the people who have been listening to it from the beginning you know just kind of give you more sprinkles and more stories and and personal experiences to share and everything like that so again I, i like the experimentation with this format and i guess that's the best thing to kind of take away from volume three for me is that this is all about experimenting and playing with the idea of how to evolve the podcast and how to kind of add more flair to my journey and to to my personal stories that I'm telling on this series. And now currently what I'm doing with the podcast right now is I'm actually in development uh, for some other stuff as well. I'm working with some um, other ideas for the series too. So is there going to be more stuff coming for this year? I'm not sure. Uh, To be honest, uh, maybe there will be. And probably what I might do is maybe I might do some updates in between. I think that was the first time ever I did like one update episode. That was the first time ever. You know, I probably will do some more stuff like that in between if there's just been some moments where you don't see any episodes or hear anything from me. The number one place though to kind of stay on top of things for me uh, is CandleofKnowledge.com. Uh, that's CandleofKnowledge.com. I say it all the time in the uh, outro of it, but definitely go check that out, one, because uh, keeping that website, you know, going and stuff like that, and you'll be able to find the different social media handles um, on Instagram, Twitter from there. So definitely, if you want to follow what's happening with the podcast, go from there. But again, you know, it, it's so crazy. You know, I remember when I first did Volume One, I was like, okay, this is it. I'm not going to do anything else. But I didn't realize, you know, how one, how, how much I wanted to say and, and how how I was going to evolve the series too. Because again. it was so rooted in like, you know, like it's only going to be about these songs and each song has to relate to the story and everything like that. So I didn't want to make up anything. I wasn't going to lie about my experiences. So I was only going to tell stories that are truthful to, to the songs, but I think once I kind of began to look at the music as something that's more, you know, enhancing the episodes or more in the background, and that are not necessarily the episode. um, I think that helped out a lot. And then kind of just kind of diving deeper into some things that I wanted to share, and just also getting feedback and insight and from people from my neighborhood, my actual friends, and my and my actual family. You know, that helps out a lot in how that affects them and and what they're listening to and experiencing too. So it's amazing to kind of see that. And you know, I don't have a big audience, but I like the people who do check this out, and everyone who's been supporting this has been truly amazing. I can't thank y'all enough and I'm gonna keep you know working on this and keep developing this and there's definitely some things that I'm that I'm quietly working on you know and, and that, that they'll take time to come to fruition of course but you know I have some ideas with the series of where I wanted to go down the line as far as some bigger ideas and will there be like a volume four of Kano Knowledge I definitely feel like there will be a volume four and I have some ideas for that one too and there will also be like some other type of like maybe bonus content that will come out will it all happen this year I'm not sure I'll see how things are, but definitely down the line, there'll be some more content. So again, I can't thank everyone enough who's been checking out Candle of Knowledge all the way from Volume 1 uh, and, and, who, and who's and who's who been listening all the way through. And definitely, you know, for people who are just joining right now, thank y'all so much for just checking out this. And I highly encourage that y'all go back and listen to the other episodes and, you know, and, uh, you know, share any feedback or any insights that you have about the podcast. You know, for sure, definitely I'm available. Just uh, reach out to me through uh, knowledge.com. You'll be able to find, you know, contact information. From there, and again, too, you know, if you do like what you hear and you want to support me as a creator, I'm using the ACast supporter um, feature that they have built into to, to that um, RSS feed platform, and that just allows you to contribute. I believe the minimum is three dollars, and they they set that minimum. Uh, I wish it, I wish I could set it lower, but that's just their protocol. So you know, um, you contribute a one-time payment to that one, and you know, if you want to do that, definitely there's uh, information right in the show notes of this episode, and also on CandleofKnowledge.com, you can find that information there too about how to support the podcast but other than that thank y'all so much for checking out the series and definitely there'll be a lot more to come please stay tuned and i appreciate everyone who's just been with me during this journey Candle and Knowledge is a line slayer audio production recorded at my workstation works OC. And if you want more information about the podcast, please visit candleandknowledge.com. That's candleandknowledge.com. Also, if you like what you heard and you want to support the podcast, I'm using ACAST Supporter. This is a feature that will allow you to contribute a small amount of money towards me, the creator, to create more content and more episodes down the line for the podcast series. In the show notes of this episode is a direct link to my ACAST Supporter page, which will give you more information on how to do so. All right. Thanks for listening, and I hope you subscribe and share with someone you appreciate. Take care.